Let's make a podcast. <clears throat> yeah. What's up, guys? Beatdown podcast time. Um, I don't know where I'm recording. Let me try these cameras. Perfect. So we're going to get in on the Grammys. I know you guys are all excited about the Grammys. Why Chris Brown lost to some guy that apparently no one's ever heard of. Uh, we got beat of the week. We got beat battle. Did you send in your beats this week for the beat battle? Because I did get a lot of emails this week. Um, and we're going to get into this week in hip hop history. We're celebrating 50 years of hip hop, you guys. It's the Beatdown Podcast. Let's go. That ain't even supposed to be the starting song. This was supposed to be the starting song today. This is what I was opening the podcast with. Something different. Something to get us kicked off the YouTube. Because it's like, yo, this ain't your stuff. We're going to ban this song in this part of the podcast in Belarus and Russia. Don't do that shit again. I got six more months to cuss in front of the baby, and then he's gonna start making memories. Then I have to start watching my mouth. Beat Down Podcast time, joined by Mr. Ooey. What up? And the doctor. You already know who I am, it doesn't matter. I don't have a drop. Let's just move right into this week in hip hop and get the podcast started. As always, paying tribute to the people that started this stuff for us 50 years back and bringing us hip hop. If you don't know what this is, go back to 1994. This came out today. Gangstar. Mass Appeal. I break kids, step into my zone, mad rhymes will stifle you. Lines like rifles go blast when I kick some ass. A lot of rappers be like one time one. 1996, two years later, man, this one guy came into the scene and just brought us something that we will never forget. And this was some good stuff too, man. This was a good time in hip hop for me. All eyes on me. Even the Bambinos are bopping to this beat, yo. I I was just saying, music for all ages. (laughs) Then we fast forward to 2003, yo. This was 20 years ago. This album came out 20 years ago. I can't believe it was 20 years ago today. Today. This album dropped. Get rich or die trying, baby. 50 Cent. I didn't know which track that I should play off this album because I know... uh, Dr. Chima, I think, has something to say about this before we were talking about this track being something that was co-opted by the women in the clubs. So I was going to go with this one instead. But you know how some people feel about being called the P.I.M.P. Funny you say that. My 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 favorite joint on there is Many Men. All right. We can go to Many Men then. Whatever makes you happy. We can play it. 
niggas tryna take my life away. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. So that's hip hop history, you guys. There's a playlist available for that this week in hip hop. Just look for the Beatdown Podcast logo. We got three playlists available for you. Check those out. Next week's show, we got some monster, monster albums to play tribute to. So if these guys aren't available, I'm going to do the podcast just based off these albums that came out next week throughout the last 30 years, man amazing stuff coming up so what's the deal we getting right into this grammy stuff or what are we doing should we go to the grammys first or do we go to uh beats from grammys Grammys. to nappies grammys so if you didn't know or maybe you didn't know but if you didn't know now you know the grammys went down and um I don't know how you feel about these award shows or what you think about these award shows. Um, I know a lot of people in the industry don't necessarily appreciate award shows because it's just a big pat on the back to industry people. And other people say these award shows are all fixed and none of it means anything anyway. Even Royce the Five Nine has something to say about it back in the day. You ain't no artist, you what I would call a concept. Made to inspire gossip like shade room or like bossip. Welcome to the Grammys where your likeness is used for promo hypeness and views. Okay, I hope that you know it. That if you voted, you might as well and not voted for no one. They knew when they made that category where that trophy was going. All this industry shit is dumb, you guys. So, I mean... It's real easy to not want to pay attention to these award shows. I know that these there was a scandal way back in the day, something like King's Speech, I think it was, back in 2010. I was reading this article, and it was projected to gross about 30 million bucks, and then the Weinstein Company spent all this money campaigning and smooching people that were on the uh, the voting panel, and the movie ended up grossing, like, over 400 million instead of the 30 million and of course it won best picture so it happens it happens this year's grammys were mostly apparently overshadowed i haven't watched it i'm just gonna put that out there i don't watch the stuff because i have no interest in it and we'll touch on that in a second but it was overshadowed by uh sexual harassment and voting rigging and these are accusations coming from the former head of the Grammy organization, Deborah Dugan, I believe her name is, or Duggan. Um, she said that mostly white men are on the voting committee and they had outside influences swaying their decisions on who should win these awards. Um, as far as the sexual harassment part, Mrs. Dugan said that Joel Katz, who was a member of the National Academy of Recording Artists and Science Board tried to get her to kiss him while she was being considered for the head position at the Academy. So that says a lot to me. She's no longer there. They got her up out of there. It's an interesting situation. So I I, I mean, I think they create people there. They don't necessarily vote on, on on what's good and what's not what are your guys thoughts on the grammys did anybody watch the grammys no i didn't hell no to the no 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 why not i mean i think i was eating something and that took priority you were eating something instead of the instead of watching the grammys no but i did see some nonsense and i know uh chima shared a, a few things um 
and that's your segue to kind of mention what Chris Brown said, and then I have my opinion on that. What, that what, I mean, what I mean to do? me, that's the best thing about the Grammys. I was ready to 100% ignore everything that had happened at the Grammys. But when I saw that, that shit made me laugh, bruv. That made me laugh so much that I was like, you know what? It's so crazy how that is the best bit about the Grammys. Like, T- Tell them what that is. Well, you know, Chris Brown, he had a little bit of a tantrum on Instagram. He was like, who the fuck is uh, Robert Glasper, who ended up winning best R&B? And then he was like, damn, I need to step my game up. I'm going to learn how to play the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> You can't compete against uh, 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 Robert Glasper, man. Like, you know, it's not like he's an old timer making music with old people. Sure, he has. He he will go from like someone uh, old as Herbie Hancock and working with them to like someone who's what who's current, like Anderson Pack. Like, you know, he, Chris Brown was really in his feels because I know he knows who Robert Glasper is. He just, you know, he'll be a fool not to. In fact, he should be working with him. Nah, he doesn't know who Robert Glasper... Have you have you not heard Chris Brown's music? Chris yeah, Brown, I know, but, you know, he was influenced with MJ. So, you know, some real music. But I guess he got lost in the source and and a high life to, to really uh, be a humbled musician and study some greats, even if they're not famous. You know, if this was like a Nas 21 Savage situation... Then, then they should work together. You know, that's that's what I mean, should happen. He's worked with everybody. I'm not deeply familiar with his catalog. I had to go and research and look this guy up, right? So, yeah. if you look at his latest album, I think this is the latest album, Black Radio. Dudes yeah. worked with Erica Badu, Layla Hathaway, uh, Music Soul Child. You know, he's working. He's got a track with Yazine Bay. AKA most deaf. Um, the album's full of features, you know? So it's kind of hard to not win. I don't know what Chris Brown's latest album is like, but <coughs> Chris Brown. Didn't, didn't, didn't you say it was good? One of you said it was good, I swear. What, Chris Brown album? Yeah. Not me. The latest one. <laughs> not me. Uh, uh, that's not my music, man. So Is that not you? No. Someone told me it was good, and I was like, "All right, well, let me go check it." Well, the guy can sing. It's not like he's just heavily dependent on, um, uh, on like EQing or Melodyne or something like that, right? But saying that, um, one of his producers said that he just pushes him, pushes him in on each line. So my mind doesn't even bust a verse or even a few bars. He'll literally do one line, push it, push it in another line. And just lay the hell out of it until there's probably like fifty track um, compiled just to make one, you know, one verse. Yeah, but that's stand- that's standard for that kind of music. Yeah, I suppose so. You layer it up. I get it. Music, especially singers. But he's just like he'll be like, say one line and then drop the next line in. I mean, where's the talent at, man? Where's the talent at? That's old Easy E style, right? Yeah, so like, what, what I say that to say, why are you? Why is he in a position to be saying who is Robert Glasper? You know, do your homework. We're in the information not, age. He's just bitter, right? 
Well, but the thing is, he's right. Chris Brown is right in in the sense of the Grammys is not about music. The Grammys mm-hmm. is not about music. The Grammys is about what popularity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because if I mean, you if you knew that if it was about the music, it would be based off of, in my opinion, who sold the most shit. And then there would be no need for fucking the Grammys because we already know that this motherfucker over here sold the mo- more albums than that motherfucker. So obviously he's the greatest, right? What else are we going to gauge it against? I mean, if you're if you're winning an award for best something, best new album, how are you going to give it to this guy who's got six million streams versus this guy who's got seven million, 70 million? That guy won. So it's got to be based off of something else other than just static numbers. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting point. I mean, what what makes, I mean, on what grounds did Robert Glasper uh, win? I think is the question, right? Best R&B album based off of what amount of no, talent but, on the group and in, in, the, uh, in the project? But this is, this is, to me, this is why it's so interesting, right? Um, because it's not about music. Music is not about music. The music business has not been about music for however long. And um, I love it because it's like an empty, it's an empty gesture by the Grammys to say, oh, we're going to give Robert Glasper this uh, award because they've never, they've never been about music, have they? You know, if you look at hip hop over the years, the hip hop um, uh, uh, albums that have won hip hop album of the year. Like, do you remember that that year when fucking Macklemore won? <laughs> Even he was like apologetic and be like, oh, Kendrick, you deserve this. So like, that, that's why for me, it's just like so hilarious. Like, because the, the, you're right. It has to be more than just, oh, who sold the most? Because we can do that. And then the Grammys fell so far from being um, something that was respected that now they're like, okay, well, let's go. Because at the end of the day, Robert Glasper is another massive, massive, massive name. He's massive, but he's got like a tenth of the fucking monthly listeners that Chris Brown has. Yeah, but that 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 doesn't matter when you're dealing with show business, right? Because he's a massive, massive, massive name. How does it not, how does it not matter? Like if we're negotiating budgets for say a film and Chris Brown is in it and Robert Glasper is is in is up for the role as well. I'm not gonna be able to pay Chris Brown what I can pay for Robert Glasper, who only has five million monthlies versus fifty-five million. Because if you've got fifty-five million people that listen to your music, I've got fifty-five million people that are gonna come watch this movie. Versus the five million, which is going to translate into far more dollars. Bro, you're you're just talking about business, and we. What's we, that what we, we're talking about, though? We're not talking about the whole point of the Grammys was it was it positioned itself as being a prestigious award award show, not just that you've sold more you've you've sold more records than this other person. Mm. Yeah. So 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 that's what I'm saying. You lose that. You 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 lose that if you. If it's just okay, who who did the bigger numbers? It's not about who did the bigger numbers. It's about who did the quality music. All right. And but the thing is, them trying to go for Glasper, if you look at half of the fans who are reacting to Chris Brown, they're all saying, like, who the fuck is Robert Glasper anyway? 
it just goes to show you how 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 to me anyway this is how i i see it how like left we've gone with music where we don't give a fuck <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And and even even a relatively safe bet for the voting members of Robert Glasper because he's a huge name in the industry, not to not to the public, but in the industry, he's a huge name. And they think, okay, we'll go for this guy. And then boom, actually, you know what? People that give a fuck about the Grammys don't actually give a fuck about music. No, well, how can you? I mean, whenever you you see Vanilla Ice winning a fucking award. You, you know that there's no way on earth that this is right. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why the whole shit made me laugh. I didn't pay attention until, uh, like the Gra- the Grammys is like that article I sent you. The Grammys is dead. The Grammys is dead in the war. Shit doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It seems like Jay Z and Beyonce decided to use the Grammys this year as some sort of promotional tool for whatever reason. Do you know what I mean? And and the whole thing's a mockery. And I love the fact that Chris Brown's on his Insta going. Who the fuck is Robert Glasper? Do you know what I mean? Because a Chris Chris Brown's a twat, and that's an idiotic thing to say. Mm. But like, also, it highlights the the to me the fucking absolute joke that the whole situation is. I'm sorry if I've not articulated myself well. I'm I'm like simultaneously trying to make sure uh, this this young man doesn't. That your child is alive. No, destroy himself. That's important. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I think I've made my I think I've made my point. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Maybe I haven't. Well, You've made what a point. It, yeah, it was just that it's it's a shit show in 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 the lesser of few words. Hundred uh, percent. And let me say this though: I do think it's difficult because, as you identified, right? It can't just be about who sold the most. It's about uh, it's also about cultural impact. It's about the quality of what you're doing. But honestly, now, how can we even measure that anymore? How can we say that? You know what I'm saying? When actually people are making incredible, incredible music in their bedrooms every day that no one ever, ever hears. Mm. People are making incredible films on YouTube that no one will ever see. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, Blair Witch Project is, is, is revered as a moment in, in history, like, how can we do it now with the amount of co- like content? Call it all content because it's all content, isn't it? Music, films, podcasts. Yeah, that's a big problem that we face right now. And at least I something that I see as a problem. If you go back even 10 years ago, and I don't have the exact numbers, but the amount of content that has been made over the past 10 years across all platforms versus what we had in 2010 and earlier has is gone up by like 600%. Like all we had were the movies, TV and then like you know little crazy little videos that we made on YouTube. Like it was just new cuz we were only just getting phones on our cameras in you know 2006, right? So they haven't even been around for 20 years to even be making content. So we had limited content and that, and that was what made the Grammys interesting to me because where else am I going to see Michael Jackson do the moonwalk, right, in a live performance? Where am I going to see Stevie Wonder or whoever else I want to watch? Who, who Who's performing this year on the Grammys? That was a big deal. but And I think this probably, as I'm thinking about it, came from maybe the article you sent, is now that stuff's everywhere. I don't need to go to a TV show to watch 
I can just type in and, and all the performances are right there. Everything that person's done right down to them farting at Nobu in LA is on the internet. <laughs> you know, I don't need to go to the Grammys on TV and the thing that, and the, one of the things that I noticed, and I don't understand why people are so, uh, they're so adamant about defending this, the, the, uh, the, uh, the opposition to this point. TV, and I'll say it to multiple cameras, TV is dead. It's over. It's a wrap. Now, especially with this AI stuff, I just watched some artists crying. This woman was crying during an interview. She's a Disney artist. And she's showing the stuff, and she's like, we can't do that in that time frame. There's major changes going on right now, right? So when it comes to TV, no one under 30 really watches TV. Maybe 20% people under 20, none of them watch TV. They're all like this on their phones. They couldn't care less about what you're trying to put on a TV show and get them to sit down. The Grammys are long, especially if you got somebody like Stevie Wonder. Now, I always thought it was funny, you know, if he's given an acceptance speech because he goes on. He talk, You think I talk a lot? Stevie Wonder talks a lot. Even Eddie Murphy used to make jokes. They'd be like, they're rolling the credits, and he's still, you know, thanking people. I met him, and he was the greatest person I ever met in L.A., sat and talked with me for like four hours. Four wow. hours. Stevie Wonder, just me and him. Yak, yak. Wanted me to come on his radio show and do a... He's doing like a competition for singers. I'm like, bro, I don't sing. Don't even try and embarrass me like that in front of the world. <laughs> um, so nobody's watching the Grammys is my point. It's a dead thing. All these things, award shows. And I think it's, again, to your article, I was just got back from Manchester. And the, the driver that was taking me to the station was telling me about some, this is some shit you guys would know about, some shit I have no clue about. Because, again, we're talking generational stuff that appeals to generations. Now, I did see this guy on good, whatever the Holly and Phil show is, good morning, whatever the fuck, I don't know. It doesn't matter. This morning talk show. And now K KSI, right? So this guy was talking about KSI and these drinks and doing some song and some dance or some, some crap that means nothing to me. And he was saying that they wanted him to come to an event and be there for like an hour. And this goes to your comment about what a private is. He came and did a private appearance at this club, one hour, one million dollars. Right? And that and that wasn't even, that was just he's getting door money, just like as a performer. You know, you're getting door money, you get money from the bar, ticket sales, etc. A million bucks he's getting just to show up at this event for the night. And I'm like, I get it. So why would these people just come and sit? in a tuxedo all night long and just sit there and watch awards get handed out that but they did there. but they did but not a lot of big people that used when you used to when i was a kid when i was in my 15 you guys are in your mid-30s right yeah. so I'm, I'm pulling about 15 years on you guys so when i was 15 when you were your son's age i was watching the grammys right just to put it into some, into some perspective and when i would watch the grammys everybody was there it was there's where are you on earth right now if you're not at the grammys or the academy awards 
or whatever the event is, as a performer of that genre, you were nobody. You were singing covers at your local pub if you weren't there. So even the people that weren't the Jay-Z's, the Beyonce's, the U2's, the you know, the rock stars, the big names, the rest of them were still sat up there. They're up there there. I have a friend who was nominated for a Grammy. They have a good song. I used to play it on our podcast. They had one song, and you'd never heard of the band before. They were nominated for a Grammy. Siren on the Moon. It's for a song called Alfita's Aim, and I think they put it in a movie. So they weren't going to win. Who are they up against, right? So it's a point of, if we're I'm talking about Sorry. the no. artists, right? If we're talking about the artists, and uh, why are they attending? Maybe they just want to feel popular and be around like-minded people. Who knows? Then there's the aspect of, uh, and I guess they have a reason to come because they may be nominated or something like that, right? And it makes good press. And uh, on the other hand, you've got the audience, right? And like that article touched, there's a shift. We're in a different generation. And, um, you know, we, we, we consume on-demand content. So like that article said, think you can just come back and watch this at a later date like go on youtube and if it's not been taken down then you can specifically watch the artist you want to watch and then you've got what you needed but then there's those people that want to watch it there and then live like kind of watching the footy right you could wait till match of the day no, if you want to watch yeah, it's, it live. Not, it's not as good is it like the super bowl i'm screwed because it comes on at like midnight <laughs> and I know the second I don't watch it and try to go to the gym the next day and then watch it that evening, somebody's going to say, did you see that game-winning catch by whatever, right? So I feel you. I feel you on that one. Anyway, sorry to cut you off. No, no, it's all good. So I'm, I'm just I'll saying there will be some you. demand from some to a certain degree, but it's just the way that the uh, – I was going to say culture, but it's not even culture. It's just the way that the world is now that, you, you know – you don't, no one, ain't nobody got time for that, right? That's basically what it is. We can play any music when we want to play it. We don't need to wait for the DJ to play it on the radio or request it. Um, wow. And now we're... Do you remember that? Waiting for... You <laughs> knew that Prince's When Doves Cry was number one on the charts and you was waiting to hit pause on your tape deck so it'd make it start recording and shit because you didn't want to miss it. Man, come on, bro. Young kids today, they don't know. They don't know the struggle, man. Let's not even talk about winding the cassette back. But it's it's just what what's 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 gonna happen next? No Grammys? Like, does it come to a point where it's like we're not gonna do it because yeah. nobody's yeah. watching this shit? It's, I don't even think it's because nobody's watching it. I think it's because nobody gives enough of a shit to go and get an award for some shit just to put it, you know, they got YouTube awards. You can buy a Grammy, you know. Just spend your money in marketing. But everybody wants a YouTube plaque now. That means so much more than it does to have a Grammy. My my Crazy. neighbor in L.A., um, she had one, two, four Emmys, right? And a friend of mine um, who's a makeup artist in New York, she's got multiple Emmys. But it's like you would never know who these people are, but they got Emmys, you know, the, the freaking award on their shelf because they were part of a production. It's kind of like being on a Super Bowl winning team, but you don't play on this on the field, you know? So I don't think that, that those things mean as much to younger people. So I think it'll go bye-bye. I give it 20 years before you see that stuff over with, if that long. Yeah, that's a, that's a believable time frame. 
But yeah, man, that's the Grammys for you. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just happy, man. When I woke up and I saw Chris Brown trending, <laughs> I was just like, that shit was so funny. To me. The post, the post is funny. It kind of reminded me of when Jay Z dissed Fifty, and he says, "I'm about dollars. Who the fuck is Fifty Cent?" You know, on stage. I love the way he was completely dis- like dismissive of the fact that the guy's like a like a, a piano virtuoso, and he's like, "All right, fuck it. All right, I'm gonna learn the harmonica next year. Give me a fucking Grammy for my harmonica playing." Yeah, you know? I'm gonna step my game up. You know what I'm saying? One one of the scenes. Did you see the bad boy? Um, did you see the bad boy kind of documentary a few years ago, where like Diddy was doing that show, and he fucked his shoulder up. Mm-mm. One of the scenes that really um um is like uh stood out to me was when he goes to the rehearsal with all these obviously high level, um jazz musicians, and they're doing like versions of his songs, and he walks in and he goes. You're not doing like the North Sea Jazz Festival. This is a bad boy um, production. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and uh, that just for me, because I'm learning all the time. Like there is a difference between even that that high level academic jazz music, which to me is is more sometimes more academic than music. Music. Mm. Um, there's a difference between that and then. So you've got that on one extreme of extreme, like musical, technical ability. And then you've got the like just packaged crap. Do you know what I mean? That's like, I, I'm sorry, but I would put all of these man like Harry Styles, all of these manufactured pop artists, even Lizzo and to, and to a certain extent, Beyonce. I would put them as like manufactured, you know, pop super products. Do you oh, know yeah. What I mean? Oh yeah, and then and then that's big facts, and 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 then you've got everything sort of in between, and there is a true level of genius, like where the like where you've got like some level of super magical musical mastery that that's not like academic and wanky and self indulgent and and neurotic and obsessive. But oh, and but also appeals to everyone, and and uh, uh, you know does well commercially, and I feel like that's the sweet spot that the Grammys should represent. But the reality of it is, the reality of it is, is that it's too hard to measure because people get swayed either by, oh, this guy's a virtuoso and he plays a piano and he knows a million chords. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. Or, 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 or this man sold 3,000 million records in five seconds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give that guy the award. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, sorry, I've lost my train of thought. This little, yeah. little man screaming in your head will, uh, will, will do that. But I, there was something in there. There was something in there. <laughs> no, I, I agree, man. It's like, uh, it's hard to quantify who's what based off of you know everything i think what well that's why there's so many awards as well i mean it's just a matter of how much money you have as to how big your award show is going to be right so the grammys they got all the money and that's why it's the biggest one and we could start our own award show you know um 
but it's like if, if it's not big enough to uh, garner sponsor sponsorship, no one's gonna know about it. So I mean, the Grammys, that kind of crap's probably gonna exist for a while because Hollywood just loves to pat itself on the back. You know, it's a night out for them. Check out, you know, what my label did so I can recruit. It's almost like you know recruitment as well. I'm sure everyone's even, making even, bucks. Even even when Suge came out there, he's like, if you want to come and be an artist, you don't want to have to worry about the executive producer being all in the video, <laughs> all on the camera. Come on over to Death Row because that was that's that's how it was. It was like, look, we we want your artists over here. If that's whack. So I don't know, man. It's not going anywhere. I'm just thinking if there is any award show that is worth giving the time to um and is there anything that really really gets down to the talent and quality of music but then again it's just the music industry is going to get involved and then it changes everything you know what the mercury prize did that for a while i don't know the the mercury prize in the in in the uk i think i think it's exclusively uk based yeah that was quite good for a while do, I'm not familiar with that. Do they have something like streaming awards? Um, would you... I think like an award show or not even a show necessarily, but an awards platform for who has the most streams in a certain, like whether it be online, musically, video wise. Uh, I mean, Glenn Daly had their own award show, didn't they? I think that would yeah. be a good gauge for determining who's the dopest based off of it shouldn't even be down to some some dudes to vote it, it it should be down to the people and then i know they come out with this sissy people's choice awards and all that nonsense it's nonsense so even then they have a voting panel i think it should be down to just basic here it is numbers bam they're the best i don't know that's just how i feel about it that's how i feel about it Let's do some beats. We got 10 minutes left. Nobody cares about the Grammys. It's dumb. I'm never going to win a Grammy, so that's probably why I say it's dumb. <laughs> they're not going to invite me, so it's dumb. Then they're going to invite you one day, and then this podcast is going to come out, and right. they're just going to get... They're going to... They're going uh, to... Um, uh, what's the comedian, my guy's name? Kevin Hart. They're going to Kevin Hart me. <laughs> They're going to offer me the hosting job. I'm like, do you remember uh, January, February-ish, 2023? You said on this beat down podcast. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's why uh, hopefully we will have moved past such sensitivities by the time I get offered a position to uh, host some stuff. Right. So speaking of Robert Glasper. I've got two Robert Glasper beats for y'all today. It's actually the same song. One is the Pete Rock mix, and one is not. And the song is called Black Radio, and you can tell me what y'all think about the track. Black Radio. I had to cue forward because it's dead for a minute and a half. Most deaf. Zulu, big bird fly down on the mountain rise. Only thing to survive the crash, black radio. You wanna fly, we go far and fast. Built the last, we made this craft from black radio, black radio, black radio. 
Black Radio. I already know what you think this reminds you of, but I'm going to play the Pete Rock remix next. And um, tell me what you think about it. Big bird fly down in the mountain pass. This is the Pete the Rock remix. You wanna fly, we go falling fast. Built the last we made this craft from Black Radio, Black Radio, Black Radio. Now, I picked this part in the track because I felt that it isolated the beat the most so you could actually not hear him singing, but just actually hear the beat. They're very similar, obviously. I'll go back to the original one. And then you can see if you can hear the difference. Jolo, big bird fly down on the mountain pass. Only thing to survive the crash. Black radio. Trying something different tonight, folks. Anybody ready to make a comment? I mean, Pete Rock knows how to make a hip hop beat. You know what I mean? So. I always feel like whenever I hear jazz musicians make like hip hop sounding music, it always misses something. There's always a texture that's not there or a, a sensibility that just feels wishy washy. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's like Pete Rock's, Pete Rock knows how to do this shit. You get me? You know what I say? So. Some might say, oh, don't put a don't put a label on it. You know what I mean? It, well, it's not hip-hop. But, like, I hear it as hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, like, this guy, Robert Glasper, obviously listens to a lot of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And, and, like, when you can hear that, and then you hear it, how it comes out through his filter, for me, I'm like, okay, that's for a different side of things. Do you know what I mean? And, and when you try and come at it from, like, a hip-hop angle i'm like to me that's not top tier yeah mm-hmm. but pete rock is top tier hip-hop what? And, and, and and remains to be like in 2023 also so know, like right? when you hear what he did with the beat and you're like okay that's knocking and when you hear when the the original for me i'm just like ah yeah it's cool for some like you know, for some like lo-fi playlist. 
Well, like, yeah, some Masters, Goldsmith University College white guy that studied music to the 80th degree of, of fucking, do you know what I mean? Like, he's got a PhD in Nothing. one button on, on the sax and what it does, you know what I mean? So, right, 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 right. Yeah, I hear you. I think... Oh, that's just me, that's just me, that's just me, that's just me. Um, you know I mean, that's well, how I feel when I hear it. Well, I agree with you in terms of Pete Rock taking the edge on this. It just had that. It, it filled the gap that you were talking of about. It had that bass. It was heavy, heavier, should we say? And um, and it just I felt the vibrations a little bit more. And and that's that missing puzzle that you were talking about, right? I think um, Robert Glasper does good music first and foremost and uh he's very talented but if if we're just stripping it down to these two songs i feel like maybe i need to hear them a little bit louder on some good speakers and really take it in as you should with all music but uh based off of just hearing it through here yeah, yeah i mean he's done better songs but out of the two pete rock helped him helped him bring that essence back I thought so. You like Pete Rock one as well? Then is what you're saying? Both, yeah, both you cats. That's cool. Um, I agree for all the reasons y'all said what you said. I think it sound. I think I like the song because it reminded me a lot of this. Like as soon as I heard it, I was like, the rhythms are the same. Like the the energy is the same. Well, yeah, Glasper was all over to pimp a butterfly. Yeah. So is this him on this track? Like this piano, is that his? I, I don't know if it's him specifically, but um I know he was heavily involved in, in that whole album. Okay. Well then that that will speak to why it sounds so much like that. Um, which is the only track on Pimp a Butterfly that I even like. So yeah, I didn't really like that. There are some decent songs on there. Yeah, I, I hate that album. In fact, I think All Right was the only one. <laughs> this is the only one that, that I wasn't. Liked. That wasn't Glasper. That was Pharrell. Well, All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just generally, I think that one was the one that did it for me. Otherwise, yeah, that that CD would have been used as a coaster. Just like at my house, yo. So that's what's up, you guys. We're out of time. Send us your beats. We didn't get to any of you people's beats next week, I promise. And like I said, big albums came out next week this time of year. So check us out at BeatdownPod and at B3TV.UK if you want to see it on video or on the YouTube. So for Dr. Chima and Mr. Uwe, we're out. Peace. Peace. These ones or these ones? It's all an episode of Intervention. <laughs> and I know I'm fine. Illinois, Mr. Robert Bobby McNeely. He is going to join us tonight. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Elaine Zhang, and today I am here with Eli Seal, documentary filmmaker. I need more. Welcome to The Only Way is Linda. Today, I have a really special guest here. 